You know what's funny about Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci played a badass in the 90s and like would you be intimidated by him? I wouldn't. He's a fucking short overweight guy with no muscle definition. Welcome to Fried vs. Tapped. I'm your co-host Mike Graham. This is episode 4 of season 2. We have our co-host Mike Bisson aka Mikey Dial-Ups. Now Mike, I'm just going to dive right in. So now in the past I've talked about Terrifier 2. I'm a huge fan. We all know this. I'm not touching on that. I haven't seen Terrifier 1 until last night. Alright? Really? Now here's the thing. I watch it with my buddy on YouTube. We just saw it for free. We're like we'll throw it on. Now, there's an infinite scene with the hacksaw, and we get to it. Then up to this scene, I'm like, it hasn't been that gory. And the scene comes, and it just cuts it out. I watched the edited version of Terrifier. It's like listening to edit an Eminem album. And I just want to get that off my chest. I don't need to go deeper in, because I love the I love the still great movie, but I'm just saying I can't wait to see it unedited, because I'm a gore horror, okay? Especially when it comes to horror movies. But, Mike, what I really want to get into is this, okay? Now, I have Tinder. All right, and you know dating sites—it's a big thing these days. Now I don't know how this works with uh, with Grinder and stuff, but so I was talking to this girl. We were talking for about a day and a half, so it's not—it's whatever. But, uh, we're having a normal conversation, and then she's just like, "Hey, I gotta tell you something. I hope it doesn't scare you away." I'm like thinking, like, "Fuck herpes," and then she goes, "All right," she goes, "I'm a cam girl." She said sixty dollars, and we can do this. I'm like, "I'm not." Like, I'm not paying you $60. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm not the guy. You're not gonna, you're not gonna scam me into to paying to do a, a cam show. I'd be like, like, come on over. Like, come on. Like, it's, it's one of the things. And what annoys me about that is it's happened before. And, like, usually I have my, usually you can kind of, like, you tell yourself, like, I won't fall for that bullshit again. But it happens. You still, like, I still get... I still get one pulled over on me. Like, so I want to ask you, when on your experience on Grinder, are there any like cam boys doing the same bullshit? Honestly, no. Really? Big difference between Tinder and Grinder. Um, yeah, you don't see guys doing that at all. No. See, and that's like something like all a lot of people I've talked to have dealt with the same thing, where it's like these you'll you'll be talking to them. It's like what's what's annoying? It's like how about you're just straight up from the beginning. Because if I'm interested, I'm going to be the guy who's interested. And if I'm not, I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I'm so, like, you talking to me for a day doesn't convince me to drop $60 to watch you strip. Yep. Yeah, no, exactly. You're like, you're off your, you're out of your gourd if you think it's gonna. I don't understand that approach. That's bad marketing, I feel. That's a bad business plan. Yeah, if you're not going to be straight up and you're going to be deceitful. Yeah. Not good, not good. Hey, you're going to, because you know what then, you know what they always do? Is they'll wait for you to be like, hey, we should hang out sometime. And then they'll come up with an excuse why not to. I'll be like, all right, whatever. And then they'll drop that. And it's like, so, and they'll drop it with the promise of, hey, maybe we'll hang out after. It's like, go fuck yourself. You know, I'm not going to sit here, waste my time, give you money for nothing. So I can fucking furiously and angrily fucking scrub one out. Come on. You're very lucky the gay community is above that. I would not. Would you ever be a cam boy, though? No. I would. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste my time. Yeah. I just don't know. I just don't want to see my revenue in to come. Because I just might hurt my feelings if I'm not making over 10 bucks a month. You know? I want to be in demand. If 
ten dollars a month. That's what I'm saying. If I'm doing that and I'm I'm not making money doing it, it's gonna hurt my feelings. I feel like I'm yeah. gonna have a bruised ego. Bottom line, completely agree. Yeah, but Mike, I had to get that off my chest. Tell me what's going on, dog. Started working out and getting in better shape. You're looking good. I love the pinky ring. Thank you. That, You're looking much better yourself. Yeah, dude, we've we're been bo- trying. We're both getting healthier, I guess. We are. We realize like we're like we we're gonna be on camera and we're, we're we don't I don't we don't want to be fat pigs. Have you started like a new routine you do for foods or anything? I've been keep watching. I've been doing like you know I'm not super strict, but I'm I don't really eat fried food or sodas. To begin with, that's something that's never really been in my diet. Um, but I eat a lot of a lot of vegetables. I try to eat, you know, some nice like chicken, fish, protein stuff like that. And but I think a big thing is I I, I don't like to eat the, like I like to cut off my eating at like a certain hour. So like at nine o'clock, like once I eat dinner, like I'm done. Maybe have a light snack, but like after like a certain time, I'm done eating for the night. And that actually, I feel like it's been helping. Like I, I know I still look, I could lose some weight, but like I, I, I'm grabbing a lot less of myself. Except you talking about this bad Larry down here, I'm still grabbing that plenty, but not my gut. I feel like the biggest issue for me was I would be eating all throughout the night up until like 1 a.m. Like big meals, like yeah, and then you sleep and you're not burning it off, and, and you're not yeah, it's not digesting. Yeah, and see, it's and like you wake up, you take a good shit, and you're thinking like I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's all in there building more you know, fat. So I learned this actually. Um, I, I this is I thought like when you start exercising, you start losing weight. I thought you shit out. I don't know why. I thought it just came out through shit. You actually exhale it and sweat out the fat. Yeah. I didn't know you exhale. I knew you sweat it. I didn't know it came out in breath as well. Wow, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's interesting. Breath. Wow. I did not know that. Ah, new fu- learn something new every day. I sh- look at us. Hey, Mike. Fist me. Boom. Look at that, eh? Anyway. Yeah, Thank but you're you. looking good, you know. I'm looking better at least, I hope. Um, but we have an interesting, what is this, number, episode four, huh? We are on episode four, yeah, season two, wow. Season two, episode four, look at us. We were just talking. Uh, what you got over there? Is that a little biscuit you made? Yeah, I got a little biscuit. Yeah? Grocery store brand biscuit. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah, actually, ooh. And full disclosure, I also have one. And... I was suggesting putting some jelly on it. I do eat it with jelly it's sometimes. Good, yeah. Um, what else do you have going on, Mike? Predator versus Alien. We talking movie? We talking concept? Uh, let's talk about movies first. What were better movies? All right. Honestly, the first I'm I'm gonna say I like overall the Alien movies better than the Predator movies. Wow. Agreed. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Great. But, dude, Predator's great. They have some funny-ass lines in that movie. I love the concept of Predator. I know. They're both so good. I think it's hilarious. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, well, he's been, dude, like, Predator, Terminator. Like, he's he's an action blockbuster. Yep. Blockbuster actor. Um, You know, I actually... (laughs) So, I do this thing. I'm trying to... I I, I joke around, and I call it... I'm trying to reclaim my virginity. You know, because it's mine, and I want it back. <laughs> All right? Call JG. So I, yeah. Call, what is it? I'll let you finish your Call JG Wentworth, 877 cash now. <laughs> it's my money, and I want it now. Oh, okay. I was wondering, how is this germane to the conversation? But I see it slide in. But, dude, I bought, um, 
I did. I bought a, a statue of the Xenomorph from Alien. No. Yeah, dude, it's sick as hell. How was that? It's, uh, it's awesome. I got it at my apartment right now. It's awesome. Where'd you get it off of? Uh, Amazon. It was a hundred bucks, and I know whatever, but I is love it, it. Isn't Amazon the best? It's the best. And then actually, I rec- I went to a flea market. With uh, and I got I just by chance I found the same two skill statue of Predator. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I bought that at a what? At a fleet market. Which one? Uh, the Hollis one or? No way. The, yeah. The Crimson Chin. Yeah, exactly. And um, my apartment finally feels like the intergalactic battlefield I've always wanted it to. Right. Which is something I've always struggled with because you know me, I want that. I want that vibe. You walk into Club Bis, I want it to feel like a battlefield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want, you know, I want pools of my own semen on the floor and space critters running around. Arnold Schwarzenegger, though, what a career that guy has had. Amazing career. I mean, he went from a movie star, action hero in the 80s and 90s to... He married to Kennedy. He, he, oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, married yeah. to Kennedy. So, remember when you became governor of California? Oh, what is it? Mary Shriver or whatever? I don't know her name, but I know it's a Kennedy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I uh, remember when you became the governor of California? Yeah. Do you think... All right, so maybe you could argue Ronald Reagan set this precedent, but, like, Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger becoming a political figure is kind of gives, like, Donald Trump was kind of like um, like a t- entertainer before he was president. Yes. Do you think that's going to be a kind of a trajectory that politics is going to follow, especially, like... You have, like, Kanye West, which I know he's not going to win, but he's saying, like, he wants to run for president. Do you think in the future we're going to have more of the celebrity president, whereas, like, there's someone the public knew before they got into dem- uh, politics be elected to, like, uh It seems office. like we're... It honestly seems like we're going on a trend where it's not only just an entertainer, but it's, like, outside businessman as well and donald trump fits both those categories as a businessman and an entertainer you ever see that clip back in the 90s where kurt cobain um huge i'm a huge fan um he actually has an interview where he says like he predicted donald trump being president wow really yeah he was a very smart motherfucker i only said the business because um who was the guy before ronald reagan this Jimmy Jimmy Johnson, President Johnson, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. When he was a president, he wasn't involved in politics before. He was just a peanut farmer. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, he was like one of the youngest people to be elected. He was like forty, like only two years older than when Kennedy was elected. So you're saying he was making peanuts before he became president? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Ronald Reagan came in. He was a B-list actor. Um, and then Donald Trump recently came in, and you know, so well, that that's three in a three in a you know, very short period of time. Ronald Pre- Reagan. I so this is what I learned. Um, so when he was an actor, he was oh, he would only make two movies a year maximum. It's a hundred percent because of tax brackets and stuff like that. Because if he made only two movies, the third movie would push him into like um, he wouldn't make as much of a profit. Who Ronald Reagan? Yeah. I mean, he was a B-list actor anyways. No, he was kind of big, relatively. He was a B-plus list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, he wasn't huge. He was no, like, Humphrey Bogart no. or, like, Marlon Brando. Yeah, he was, like, a B-plus, I would say. Yeah. You know, actually, He's speaking sorry. of Marlon Brando, you know what the God- Godfather, great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Dude, Marlon Brando, to get that, like, make enough, you can't, like, he stuffed. And a lot of makeup on him. Marlon Brando stuffed tissues in his mouth. Yeah. 
to have that little fucking uh, yeah. that cadence. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. How cool is that? Dude, that The Godfathers are such a good movie. One of the best movies ever made. Ar- arguably, like, best movie ever made. Francis Ford Coppola. For, yeah. Al Pacino. You know, another cool, quick story about him. Robert De Niro. Francis Ford Coppola, he's the director, right? Or screenwriter. Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage's uncle. Yeah, so he, he wrote a, he bought a book after he wrote Godfather on how to be a good screenwriter because he didn't think he was. And the first paragraph of the first chapter said, if you want to be a good screenwriter, study Godfather. Really? Yeah, isn't that funny? Oh my God. Yeah, he had it. The kid had it. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's pretty cool. Uh, remember the movie Scarface? Great. They're remaking that. I, well, I don't Re- know how I feel about that. I mean, I don't know who they're going to play in it, but... they got to be honest. Like, how That's Al Pacino's role. Yeah. I don't know. There's some movies that you shouldn't remake. I think that might be one of them. What? I love that movie. I, I love that movie, too. I kind of want to remake. I'm I'm on the fence. Like, um, you ever seen The Warriors? No. What is that? Oh, cult classic movie. It's, um... It's like a, a movie from the '70s about a bunch of gangs in New York, and they one the, the big leader of the all the gangs calls a meeting. Yep. And he calls a peace treaty, but someone kills him, and then the guy who kills him, like they they're like it was the Warriors. So the war it's all about the Warriors trying to get back to Coney Island, and uh, the whole way back they're trying they have to like fight all these different like ridiculous gangs like baseball theories. It's a really good movie, um, but they they were talk about remaking that. I don't know how I feel about remaking that either, because some some movies are just so classic that like you you can't really make it better. You're, you're almost gonna just it's almost a guarantee you're gonna ruin it. Like I don't think a Scarface remake is gonna bring anything to the table that the original didn't. No, definitely not. Yeah, like I I don't think anyone's gonna out out Tony Montana. <laughs> Al Pacino. I know he was like your oh, your ovaries are so polluted. Oh my god, yeah. Right in the restaurant. You know that scene where he's very upset with, like, I don't have a sister, but remember that scene where he's upset with his buddy getting his sister? Yeah, and he killed him. Yeah, dude, I, I, you know, be all honesty, like, if I had, like, a best friend and I had a sister and they were dating, I'd be stoked. I'd be like, I already trust you. He went too far there. I already trust you. you Too far. Yeah. Too far. Who else would you want dating? Yeah, some random guy you don't (laughs) trust. You want some random guy? In the beginning, though, the guy was talking about. He's like, "Come on, let's get some tail. Let's get some tail, man." Yeah, but come on, he's a man I in your know. locker room. Time. But Tony was high on cocaine. Oh yeah, yeah. You know they used Ovaltine for the cocaine in that movie. Ovaltine? No yeah, way. They did, and it like fucked up his sinus. Yeah. Why would they even actually? Isn't there like a thing you can, like it's it's vacuums it up like halfway through and just soaks it up. I'm willing to believe. I I, I don't know how true this is. It's probably not. But I'd like to believe the production of Scarface called for that invention. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You get like a straw, right? Have a little vacuum right here in the in the top of it, right? Yeah. And then it just sucks it into here. It doesn't go through the, into your nose. Dude, Scarface. I used to. I, I think that's one of those movies. I've seen Scarface more than most movies in my life. Great movie. Oh, I've seen it so. That and Goodfellas. Goodfellas is so fucking good. Casino. Cause, dude, you know, all right. I was just about to say casino. That baseball scene act. Karen, what'd you do uh, with the coke, Karen? Oh my! Oh, that's Goodfellas, but yeah. uh, dude, uh, that's my favorite scene. Goodfellas is when he's like, "You gotta keep stirring the gravy." When Where the, the fuck you get up talking? Oh, stirring the gravy. Yeah, with the helicopter day. following yeah. him. 
Um, Where the in- fuck you get off the... Or, no, remember when the banker from Casino... I don't think uh, you know exactly what it is that, that I do for work. Oh, yeah. For instance, tomorrow morning, I'll get up nice and early, take a walk down to the bank, and if you don't have my money from there, I'll crack your fucking head wide open in front of everybody in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you remember that scene, in cas- that scene in Casino where they beat the guys to death with the baseball bats? Oh. Dude, that is one of the most brutal scenes I've what, seen. What about the vice? Oh. With Joe Pesci, eh? Wow. You know what's funny about Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci, yeah. Joe Pesci played a badass in the 90s. And, like, would you be intimidated by him? I wouldn't. He's a fucking short, overweight guy with no muscle definition. I would tell him to kick bricks, bro. Yeah, pound sand, Joe Pesci. I'd be like, you look like a leprechaun, buddy. Hit the rodeo. Dude, but I would not be intimidated. Like, he's a great actor. I'm not taking that away from him. He won Oscars for those. Yeah, he, as he should have, dude. Literally, he won an Oscar for Goodfellas. He should have won two, okay? He's that good in that movie. Joe Pesci is incredible. Won Oscars. We'll leave it at that. What do you, do you want to do any travel in the summer? What do you want to do, Mikey, this summer? It's coming up. I want, yeah, it is coming well, up. Huh? Right now, it is you know February, so we're still in the winter over here in New England. But March, April, May, three months. We're three months out from late late spring, early June, July, uh, early summer. Uh, summer, you know, I, I do want to. I would like this. I like to go on a trip every year. You know. Okay. Keep, keep it interesting. I'm gonna go to Nashville. Is where I really want to go. Nashville. I've never been to Tennessee. I've never been to South. Florida. Ooh, Nashville, I heard, is very nice. S- s- except Florida. I, I've been, I, I, I had fun in Florida. I went to Disney and Universal. It was fun. But that state sucks. Everything, like, it, I couldn't live there. It's just too hot. Yeah. Dude, I remember going to bed. I, I woke up. I was so wet. I thought I pissed myself. It was, yeah. just, it was just wet. You guys didn't have AC? We did, but, like, I don't know. Wow. I don't know what happened. Perfect storm. Ha <laughs> ha. But, um, uh, yeah, Florida, uh, I do want to go check out Nashville very badly. I want to yeah. go, um, honestly, I want to go to see Elvis Presley's house. I'm not going to lie. I think Johnny Cash has a house out there you can go visit. Ooh, that sounds cool. I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. I want to go out. I want to go on. I really want to go to Disney World in Florida. It's, are you very bad? Yeah, I've been in the fourth grade. Yeah, it's, all, it's awesome. But I haven't been ever since, and uh, I want to stay at the new Star Wars side of it. Oh, they have a Star Wars hotel? They have a whole Star Wars theme park now. Oh, I knew they had the park. And it has a hotel in it, yeah. Do it's they like have, a resort. What is that little ball robot in the Star Wars movies now? Zebo or something. Yeah. Dude, they should have little fake ones of him going around with like hors d'oeuvres on his head. <laughs> like a little tray, you know what oh I mean? Oh my god. I just want to like walk around Disney, get the Disney food, you know. The coolest thing in Disney, at least in my experience... Is um, Epcot? They every year they do the Food and Wine Festival. Ooh. So it, Epcot set up like it's like a, a lake, a big circular lake, and they have. I only got to stay in one hour at Epcot because George Bush, who was the president at the time, was coming in and landing, and he was going into Epcot. He was landing in Epcot in a helicopter, and he was going underground to check out the security and stuff. Oh, that fun so fucker! We had fuck. to leave within an hour. It was we got there at like one. We had to leave at two or three. We just got lunch, went to the park, and it sucked. That was the only park we couldn't stay at all day. We got passes each one for each day. We're there for like five days. Yeah. So Animal Kingdom, MGM. Magic Kingdom, MGM, Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and uh, we stayed at the um, Wilderness Lo- um, Lodge Resort. And uh, yeah, that sucked. I, I that tr- is disappointing, dude. Yeah. But like, so the way it's set up, you know, I have all the countries. Yeah. Then so the Food and Wine Festival, they have like. I'm going to say about maybe like 
80 kiosks to set up and each kiosk is a different country and they have people from the actual country there and they're cooking their own food and they have like actual alcohol or, like beers and wine and liquors from their country and it's all tapas style portions yeah it's expensive as fuck you're going to be spending money but it's all it's all tapas style so you can hit a bunch and eat a shitload it's awesome. That sounds delicious. It's, it's awesome, dude. It's it's seriously like it's really got to be only fun to go above twenty one. What to Disney? To to Epcot at least. I want it. That's to do that food and wine. Like you have to be old enough to drink to have a real good time there. I really want to take a trip out down there, and uh, if not, I want to go somewhere where I can stay for at least two weeks and just chill. You know, I want to go take a nice two week vacay somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I can use a nice little trip somewhere. You know, like Bahamas or something hot where I can get fucked up all day. But I feel like I want to be somewhere where I want to be active. Like Disney World, just active all day. You're not just sitting down. Yeah, you're, it's a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking. You're very active. You got to make sure you put low trimming on because <laughs> you're going to chafe. Yep, that is That's very how true. I discovered low trimming. Was it, uh, Disney? It was because, yeah, I was little. I was a fat little fuck. Little fat ass. <laughs> I'm walking around Disney, and I, even at that young age, I didn't have a thigh gap. Yeah. I didn't no, no thigh gap, so my fucking shit's rubbing together. I'm chafing so bad, I had to leave the park. Yeah. I oh couldn't my God. walk, dude. My, thigh, my thighs look like, honestly, Freddy Krueger's skin. <laughs> yeah. But then I discovered Lotrimin. Nah, I've been heavy set for a while. Dude, it stops the friction. The old friction roo, huh? That's... Remember Dunkaroos? Oh my god, they just... Yeah, whatever happened to that? They still make them. Do they? Oh yeah. They're so good. Yeah, they were they were always my favorite. I loved Dunkaroos. And Kudos Bars. Which... <gasps> yes. Are those the chocolate covered ones? Yes. Oh. They're so... Those were delicious. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I don't think they do Kudos anymore, dude. Where are those Kudos bars? I don't think they make them anymore. I, I feel like I Googled this when I was drunk. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I thought you could get them at like I'm not sure. Sam's Club. You might. I'm not sure. That's the truth. Is I'm not sure. My dad used to get them all. Those are so... What happened to those? Dude, they were so good. They had the M&M ones. And all oh, the M&M things. were the best. Dude, there's no way they could discontinue such a delicious snack. It has happened before. It'll happen they again. They probably have them at Sam's Club. Because I remember my dad used to get them specifically oh, you know, at... You, you remember it was gross as fuck? Remember green ketchup? Oh, remember the purple and green yeah. ketchup? That was they had, so like, lame. blue, purple, green. Yellow. They had the yellow. Ketchup? Yeah, it was fucked. Oh, come on. You got mustard. Remember it was that whole thing where the mustard was changing colors? Is that whole Heinz thing did in like the 2001 or something? Dude, I remember having the green ketchup. It was just like, it's gross. It was like a it was like a blotchier texture than normal ketchup. Dude. It was like grainy a little, you it know? It was fucking disgusting, man. It was so gross. It was absolutely incredible gross. <laughs> Thank God we have an editor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, the green ketchup, that was disgusting. I hate the the purple one was fucked. It all made me scared when I was eating. Well, it, it was just like it tasted like ketchup, but it didn't feel like ketchup in your mouth. No, it no. was like grainy, and it looked just unappetizing. Yeah, I don't remember the grain. It, it probably like was he stepped on a grasshopper Ugh. and put on a French fry. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. They had the green, the yellow, the purple, blue. the blue. Yeah. Do you remember they also used to have this suntan lotion? 
that you rub on and it turned your skin blue? No, what? Oh, yeah, that was cool. Was it? That was a lot of fun was as a youngster. Is that a 90s thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was, this, it was like it was for kids. You put it on and it was like it made your skin blue. Oh my god. It was super fucking cool. That is actually pretty dope. It was. Uh, I loved it. That was, um, I think that was mine and all my friends preferred some. They sold anything in the 90s, it seems. Yeah, the 90s was a different time dude yeah I, I i i remember like the late like 97 98 99 mostly yeah you know what's crazy to think about i'm sorry yeah you know when that 70s show came out in the 90s yeah it came out in 99 yeah so or 98. The more time has passed between the 90s and now than the 90s and the 70s when that show came out wow yeah isn't that insane that's absolutely insane holy shit yeah they should make a show of the shows make oh I don't even well, know. Well they tried making that eighties show. Uh Glenn wow. Howerton from Always Sunny. Yeah um was uh Dennis was in that show. It was a complete flop. Why? What did it suck? Oh it was not good. You watched it? Yeah, there were every joke you know what the uh, big criticism of the show is every joke is is like a joke making a reference to the fact that this is the eighties. So it'd be like, Hey, this is a cellular phone, you know, or like stuff like that. And it was just like, it wasn't done well like that 70s show. Yeah, that's fun. That 70s show was awesome. That's one of my favorite shows. That was a great show. I loved it, dude. Great I show. I used to watch it every single day when I got home from school. Really? Yeah, and it was 5 o'clock, it'd be on. I used to, yeah, we used to watch it as a fam. Yeah. I used to, but we're, we're gone to you. We're all, all right. right. We're, we're all, all right. We're all Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good show. Dude, that was and dude, uh Danny Masterson. Dude. Danny Yikes. Masterson is actually Billy Baldwin's Yikes. brother-in-law. He should stop telling people that if he, you don't he's know married. He, Danny Masterson is married to Bo. He's married? Phillips. He's still married, dude. He's a fucking molester. Are you sure? Yeah. His ex girlfriend. Dude, he was in like a cult and he raped a bunch of girls. I don't know anything about it. Oh, wanna, dude. Oh, wow. Okay, never mind. We're, but uh, damn, what uh, who uh, Kirkwood Smith? Red was my favorite character. Red and Fez's relationship in that show was the funniest part of that show. Yes, Kirkwood Smith was incredible in that '70s show. He was everybody's dad. Everybody. He had a piece of everyone's father in him. Whoa, Mike, Mike, Mike. As much as I want to go on about Red Foreman, we have future episodes. We can do this. Um, It's getting to that time, that unfortunate time where it was the end of the episode, but I got to kind of squeeze in my song of the week. Let's hear the song of the week from Mike. Where Eagles Dare by the Misfits. Great 1970s, 80s punk band. Glenn Danzig is a douchebag, but great band regardless. All right. Hey, listen, guys. Today's Monday, right? So we're going to be back on Thursday. We'll miss you, too. I know you're going to miss us. Um, check us out on literally everything. And start commenting, too, below. Comment your thoughts. Make a mean. Yeah, give us some... And funny. Give us some crap below. Like, subscribe, and comment. Please comment. I'm Mike Graham, your co-host. I love you. We'll see you on Thursday. I'm Mike Biston. I hate you. Toodles. <laughs>